work. And thank you for joining Unboss Me, the podcast with your host, me, Kimberly Westmore. Hello, hello. Come on in, come on in, come on in. And thank you so much for tuning in to Unboss Me, the podcast. The podcast for the woman with a schedule fit for 10 people, but manages to get it done. The podcast that lets you know that you are not alone in finding balance in life and letting everything go and allowing God to use you. So are you ready for the topic today? If so, Go ahead, sit down, grab your tea, coffee, a snack, and chill with me for just a moment as I share with you how to unboss, let go, and let God be the lead of your life. So I'm just going to dig right in. On last week, I discussed stress in a technique known as two chairs that I added to my worship. And that particular technique changed my whole life. If you have not listened to the last week's episode, I encourage you to listen prior to this episode because it is epic, okay? If you have continued listening right now, that means you have probably already listened to last week's episode and you are ready to discuss trust. But before you do that, I need to know something. How was your meeting with God? Were you able to give just your 20% and listen the other 80%? Well, I want to hear from you. Tell me your results. I want to know exactly how 2080 worked for you. So if you could, or if you haven't already, go ahead and find me on Instagram at unboss underscore me or even on Facebook at Unboss Me, and just let me know your results from having that two chairs meeting with God and letting him know everything that's on your mind for that 20% and allowing him to talk and let you know what he wants from you, the other 80%. Send me a message. I encourage you. I actually want to know about your meeting with God and how You listen to him and what results that you received after your meeting. Because I'm just going to have to tell you, my meetings with God were so bomb, okay, that my husband was in the kitchen cooking, okay? Chicken is on the stove, rice, and maybe even some vegetables, okay? So he's working for me. He is working in my favor as he always has. But as I stated, two chairs has really come through and I absolutely love it. So have your meeting with God and be sure to listen to that episode because it's amazing. And so many things, so many amazing things have come from just listening to God and letting him have that time to tell me exactly what he wants from me. So when I conducted my initial meeting with God during uh, my two chairs experience, as I stated in the previous episode, God told me that I would not let him in. And I'm going to tell you, this did come as a surprise to me because I really felt like I have been obedient. 
But then after praying and reflecting and speaking to him, I realized that I truly didn't unboss and trust him the way I should have. And so I found that the trust thing, it it could be sort of difficult. Actually, for some of us, it could be very difficult because we are aware of it. You know, when we don't trust him, sometimes we are aware of it. We know exactly what we're doing. But then there are some of those times when we feel as though we are unbossing, we're letting everything go and we're allowing God to take the lead. And really, we are unaware that we're grasping that burden, that storm, that task, that trouble so tight that we have trouble letting it go and we won't let God take the lead. So think about a situation right now that's troubling you. Something that you're grasping so tight that you just can't give it to anyone but yourself. My question to you is, have you embossed that situation? Have you trusted that God will take care of it? Or are you just grabbing it so tightly that the only person you feel like you can trust is you? I know after my meeting with God, I had to take a step back and truly think about if I really allow him in to take the lead in the things that were occurring in my life. And when I did take the time to listen, he told me things like, hey, Kimberly, when it comes to this right here, I want you to be still. And when it comes to this, this is what I want you to take care of it. But this is how I want you to take care of it. And guess what? I did it. I moved in the way he asked me to. And when I procrastinated, he said, Kimberly, listen, what is taking you so long? But when I trusted in God and I was obedient in him, I began to see how trusting in him created a feeling of liberation. And I felt this way because I was truly free. I truly unbossed and trusted God. And I knew when I trusted him that everything he does is for my good and that he's working in my favor. But trust, it can, it can seem simple, but at times it's, so difficult to let go of things that are harming you or you feel that are taking over in your life that you just absolutely cannot control. But what we have to begin to do is we have to shift our mindset to trust in God in order to see him make a shift in our lives. See, in a previous episode, and I encourage you to listen to that, I talked about mindfulness and I talked about thinking about the present and what God is doing for you in that current moment and focusing on that because he tells us that he doesn't want us to worry about the past or the future. He wants us to focus on the present. So be mindful of the present and trust in God so that he can begin to make that shift in your life. He specifically tells us, be still and know that I am God in Psalm 46 and 10. Just stop. Stop what you're doing. Be still. Trust in me. I am God. I got this is what he's telling us. But we have to shift our mindsets to know that we must give whatever storm or burden that we having to him and trust that he will work in our favor in order to get it done. 
But what do we do instead? Instead of allowing him to fight the battle, we begin to allow our minds to try, operative word being tried to fight that battle for us. And we begin to listen to ourselves or listen to other people and what we think should happen or what they think should happen. And we don't allow God to take care of it. We have to trust. But instead of trusting, we continue to check his progress to see where he is at with our burden, with our storm, with whatever it is that we're going through. But guess what? He can't touch it because you all in it. You have not given it to him. You got it grasped so tight that you're not even allowing him to take control of the situation so that he can work it so that he can massage that situation and get it just right for you. Instead, you want to put your hands in it and do whatever it is that you think is the best thing to do or whatever is your friends have told you the best thing to do. And in reality, it is not the best thing to do. God knows what is best for you. So I'm sitting here telling you to trust in him. It reminds me, this whole thing reminds me of going to a new hairstylist. Okay. All of us have gone to a new hairstylist or a new barber. And we always, always try to get a peek in the mirror to see how our style is going. Matter of fact, you break your neck to try to make sure the braid is just right. You touch your head to feel how much longer the stylist has, or if they're even doing it correctly. As a matter of fact, I have a story for you. I have a story for you all. Uh, because I went to a hairstylist for a very special day. And for this hairstyle, I scheduled a consultation and the actual appointment. So I wanted to make sure that I had two appointments, one so I can tell her exactly what I wanted and she can tell me what she could or couldn't do. Now, this wasn't a new stylist for me. I had been going to her for a while, but I wanted to ensure that she knew exactly what I wanted because this was a very special day. So during the consultation, I was very specific, okay? I knew exactly what I wanted and she assured me that, hey, I know and understand what you need. I I can see the picture of it. I'm gonna make it beautiful. This is what you need to bring and this is how much it's going to cost. I said, okay, cool. So fast forward to the big day. On the big day, when I got my hair done, I took my friend, my sweet friend. I know she might be listening right now. And so she's probably chuckling about this, but I'm going to keep on going on. So we went to the hair salon and it was early. It was really, really, really early. And I got my hair done. And even though it was not my first time with this stylist, my spirit just felt a little bit unsettled, okay? And we have to listen to the Holy Spirit. We have got to listen to the Holy Spirit, okay? But during the consultation, I was very clear. I told her, I said, I want something so simple. I want a swoop and a side bun. That's it. I don't need nothing else, just a swoop. If you know if you know what a swoop is, you know what it look like. If you don't, you can look it up, swoop. S-W-O-O-P, swoop and a side bun, okay? Simple. So while in the chair on the day of my appointment, I felt I could trust her. 
But then I started looking at my friend's expression, okay, on her face. And in addition to her expression, I could feel various hairstyles being created from finger waves to pin curls and even a spiral curl rat tail lodged in the back. Yes, I said it, a rat tail, y'all, spiral curl, spiral curl rat tail. So when I felt all I felt all this going on, I said, okay, I feel a wave over here. I feel some pink curls. I feel a, a couple of baby ponytails. I felt all that. And I was like, let me, let me just take a sneak peek. Because at this point, I felt that this style was a little bit more creative than what I requested. So as I tried turning around, she said, oh, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh no, 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 we can't let you see this creation until I'm done. And all I could see was my friend's eyes stretch open like, girl, stop. you're going to want her to stop. You're going to want her to stop in the middle of this hairstyle before she goes any further. So I'm thinking, this, this stylist is talented, talented. So finally, the stylist finished, y'all. The stylist finished, and she turns me around in the chair. And you are probably thinking that I was going to come up with, oh, I should have trusted her because she's a good stylist and she did a great job. No, 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 that's, that's not, no. That's not the story. That's not how the story goes. Y'all, I should have looked. I should have looked at it prior because when she turned me around, all I could say slowly was, I, I, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. And I want to say I may have said it a couple times, but really that's all I could think of. No disrespect. No anger, just a blank face. I was in awe. I was shocked because again, it was more creative than I thought. I thought I was getting a swoop in a bun, but all I could think of was I don't like it. And I said it slow and I said it a couple times. And listen, I'm just going to tell you, if you have ever seen the movie BAPS, B-A-P-S, also known as Black Beautiful Princesses starring Holly Berry and Natalie Dizelle, I look like a spinoff of their characters, Nisi and Mickey combined. Okay, go look it up. Go ahead and look it up. That's exactly what I look like. If you have not seen it, look it up. Baps, okay? At that point, the situation became very uncomfortable because she was happy about her work and she was very passionate about her work and I respect that but I was concerned about the finger wave the three spiral curls hanging in the back the bun on the side the the baby swoop my forehead is large so I had the baby swoop I had some uh other buns going on and I was spritzed down so after telling her I didn't like it, she took me to the bowl, washed it out, and I prayed. I prayed. I prayed. I said, God, please help me. And, you know, I'm I'm at the bowl. I'm praying in my mind, like, Lord, whatever I got myself into, this is my big day. What do I do? And 
I'm going to tell y'all, when I prayed, she took me back, did my hair so quickly, and it was exactly, exactly what I wanted. And needless to say, the rest of the day was smooth. The rest of the day was beautiful. Not that that wasn't, that experience wasn't beautiful, but it taught me, it was another thing to teach me that, hey, we have to trust in God in anything that we do because he'll take care of it. And although I know that this story is a very light one, this is important. It's so important to trust him during those difficult times, during those times where it doesn't seem difficult you know, we, we still have to trust them. And although we may think, man, this thing is too small. I don't even need to, if I don't even need to bother God with it, I'm going to take control of it. That small thing is something that may have a large impact on you. And he doesn't want anything but good for you. So give it to him. But trusting in God during difficult times, all kinds of things can run through our minds. But when we focus, we focus on God and we trust in him, then everything will work out in our favor. We have to know and understand that when when we give our burdens to him, we don't have to peek into the mirror to monitor his progress. In Romans chapter eight, verse 28, it tells us that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And that just tells us that he gets it right the first time time. Okay. We trust in ourselves at times. We trust in others, but when we trust in ourselves and we trust in others, we often see our lives on repeat. We're always having to redo things. We're always having to make changes and updates and things like that. And we have to understand that we shouldn't have to do that. God will never put us in a space where we have to continue to do things over and over again. Okay. Because when we give it to him, he'll help us get through whatever it is the first time. And then we can wash our hands with us because the test is done. Because our test is giving it all to him and trusting him. And so you don't have to worry about going back to that same uh, situation and having that person bother you or having that one thing bother you, Re- regardless of whatever it is, God is going to take you through it. He's going to see you through it and ensure that everything is done in your favor. But we have to remember it may not be when we want it, but it'll be on time. It'll be on time and it'll be on God's time. Okay. So although you may feel you can handle the burden that you're experiencing right now, whether it's big or small, you have to change your mindset by focusing on God and trusting in him with all your heart and not leaning into your own understanding as it states in Proverbs 3 and 5. It is so easy for us to lean into our own understanding. But we have to realize that when we do that, we are essentially telling God, hey, I don't trust you with this. Is that really the message you want to send to our Lord and Savior? See, our lack in trust causes us to become stagnant. But when we trust in God, the word tells us in Proverbs 3 and 6, in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. That is just satisfying to hear. 
that is satisfying to hear because what he's telling us in his word is that if we trust in him, we give it all to him and we are obedient, okay? We are able to get everything done through him and he'll straighten it all out for us. He will straighten it all out for us in our favor, my God. So you know the end already is going to be good if you trust in the Lord. But I'm asking you right now, with that burden that you're grasping so tightly that you will not give to him, the thing that you won't let him have, the thing that you won't trust God with, that you're taking care of yourself, do you feel like with you taking care of it, you know the end? Do you know the end result? The end result we know is that when God has it, he's going to do it in our favor. But when we have it, we have no idea how those marvels will fall. So it begins with getting your mindset right, shifting it, and opening yourself up to allow God in. And although it may be difficult to let go and trust, And God, that when you give it to him, you don't have to monitor his progress. But we know for sure that whatever we give to him, we can trust him with. And just if you believe in that, you'll begin to see how he's moving in your life. When God revealed to me that I didn't allow him in, I asked him, help me. Help me, God. Help me to understand what I need to do in order to allow you in. In order for you to take your place in my life. Because I want to receive the purpose that he has for me. Don't you? See, sometimes the Lord will speak to us and let us know what he wants from us. And we have no idea where to begin. But just like he told you what he wants from you, he will also let you know what to do to get it done. So ask him what you want. Ask him what you need in order to gain clarity around what he's asking from you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. I also encourage you to pray. Pray and wait on him to work in your life. Praying and talking to God helps us stay connected to him. But in addition to taking the time to meet and pray with him, he also wants us to know that it will come to pass in his timing. Incorporating all of these things into my worship with God, I can tell you that I feel a complete shift in the way my life operates. And I know that when you finally make the decision as his child to trust in him and not check and monitor his progress, you will feel that shift as well. So take the time right now. Take the time to trust in God. Have your meeting with God. Listen to him. Let him know about your needs. Trust in him. Unboss, pray for your patience, pray for your obedience and your strength to get through your storm as you allow the Lord to work in you 
and through you to fulfill his purpose for you. Just trust him because I'm going to tell you like this. I am a living witness that I've trusted him and I am free. Free in him. And I thank God for that. And with that, I give you the challenge. The challenge to be still, let go, and let God. The challenge to emboss.